0: Welcome to the When Did I Ask podcast, your one-stop shop to the most mentally stimulating and thought-provoking discussions. I'm Archie and we've got Alex, Ben and Perrin on the decks here. Welcome back, boys. Welcome, hey. welcome.
1: G'day, mate. How's it going? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Podcasting again, the second We're episode. Back We're back here for episode two, exactly right? Absolutely. Had a, had a lot of fun with the first one and um, here we are again. Here we are again, and I think we got some positive responses from last one, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Judging from what I heard, um, we
2: did a bit of bit of promotion of it on our respective Instagram stories and such. Um, and yeah, thanks for the feedback. It's always good. Um, and there was a lot of positive stuff, so thank you. Yeah,
1: yeah. As Archie said, though, positive feedback is obviously always more. <laughs> <than that. laughs> yes,
0: we we did receive some negative feed. Not negative. Uh, constructive, I'll call it negative constructive, constructive, thank yeah.
1: you. Right. Um, I, I find that interesting, Arch, because I seem to remember you saying that it was a closed-door policy on negative feedback. Yeah,
0: well, clearly people just did not care whatsoever. Um, no, we, we received mainly positive feedback and then a bit of constructive feedback with regards to sort of segments we could implement, and I guess, yeah, we're definitely open to that. If you've got any yeah, ideas uh, on especially, yes, yeah, segments, uh, which would, I guess, increase the overall value of this uh, podcast. That'd be fantastic. Mm. If you could yeah, we're always,
1: we always want to hear about what sort of things we can talk about, especially at the moment. But you know what? Um, we're very happy with how the last episode turned out. Obviously, The performance was need, tremendous. Need, Indeed it the was. The performance was tremendous. We do need to address concern about the audio at the end. Um, yeah um, i mean there was a bit of trouble there i mean it wasn't that bad but
0: in the words um, of ben ross it is due to factors out of our control um exactly i'm sure i'm sure the quality of the audio will definitely increase when we're all in the same room
1: but for now
0: we've just sort of got to work with the cards we're dealt you
1: know Uh, what you know what arch for now you get what you get and you don't get upset. Exactly right, boys. I think um also, you know, we,
2: we're kind of new to this whole podcasting thing and so, you know, like, you know, talking over each other and you know, other things like that, recording issues, you know, we're smoothing them out and, you know, we'll only get better as we make more, I think. I
0: think yeah, I right. think we, the first step of this episode has to be reflection and I think we're doing that well, <laughs> reflection on the past episode. But Indeed. Um, uh, well, we what, what do talk. you think, what do we think we need to work on? I think we had we were full of gusto, which was
1: good. Plenty of gusto to go around. He would have been proud about that gusto. <sighs> <laughs> yes, indeed, he would have been. I reckon what we did well last episode is that we managed to have a bit of a like, continual discussion. Like we like that that um, sort of evolving discussion on this show, but we also um, heard some feedback about some more structured um, topics to talk about. So I guess it depends on what floats your boat independently, individually, sorry. But, um, yeah, yeah, we I did receive some feedback
0: saying they enjoyed the coronavirus segment and some people said they've heard enough about coronavirus. So we can't please
1: everyone. We'd love to. Okay. But,
3: um, <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll try our best to accommodate for everyone, but at the end of the day, like, we can't do so much.
1: You know, at the end of exactly. the day, parent, At the end of the day, it's our show, and we can talk about whatever we want to talk about. <laughs> exactly, yeah, you're right. not we wrong. Can't, you're We can't,
0: not can't wrong.
1: Speaking of our last episode, we had some exciting um, statistical feedback from our.
0: I am. I'm looking audience. through that at this very moment, Alex. Would you like to? You'd you'd like to share a little bit of
1: that arch? Yeah, or I'd not. love to. So, I'll I'll start
0: with a breakdown of listening platforms. Uh, we're only on two. Well really one Spotify. Uh, yeah, ninety eight percent of our listeners are on Spotify. I reckon which the other was up. and a hundred percent of those listeners were using an iPhone.
1: Good enough as something about our society. It's good no, it's good um, to see that we're at we're um appealing to the right sort of people. Exactly right. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> we have our gender of listeners is fifty two percent female, the majority female. So we found a little audience there, I think. Then 45% male and 3% were non-binary.
1: There you go. 52% arch uh, females. were just hanging out for you, mate. Yeah, of course.
0: And I think also the the, uh, the non-binary little niche there, we've sort of tapped into well, definitely. Mm -hmm. And now I'm looking at the age breakdown. Alex, have you got the age breakdown there or...? Uh, I I don't have it up, but I can get it up. All right, I guess I'll just rant. Archie, I'll i guess we should. So forty three percent were zero to seventeen year olds, uh, which is good because it's our it sort you of, know, it's sort of slowly decreased as the age went up. However, we did find a small niche within the twenty eight to thirty four year old bracket. Uh, we're not sure as to who this is. <laughs> However, we'd love point. we'd love to hear from you, and we'd love to 30, hear 30, how your people were. Uh, enjoying the podcast.
3: Yeah, and just a massive shout-out to that one person that was over 60-plus. Um, yeah, yeah, big shout-out to them.
0: Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> you're a champ. You are exactly We right. have
3: no idea who they are, but we are very glad that they gave our podcast a listen. Yeah.
0: Um, um, Alex, do you have the uh, international breakdowns of listeners there?
1: Yeah, I'm going to in, in a single moment. And oh, I'm going that it is – very, very exciting to hear that. I do hope
2: I do hope we are on an international level. That would be quite exciting.
1: Well, I believe we I can, are. I can tell you that we are. Now, obviously, obviously, Ben, mm-hmm. um, most of our listeners are going to be from Australia, right? Yes, That's yes, not, obviously. We, we are, we are from located Australia. in Australia. Yep, that is correct. Now, obviously, there's a couple of people that, could have maybe listened if we, uh, to our podcast who we follow on our Instagram as you said earlier, Ben. We put it on our Instagram, so Indeed. maybe some people from overseas. For example, the two people who listen from the United Kingdom. Ben, do you have an idea who? I
2: would not know anyone who may listen from the United Kingdom, but um, you know, that's interesting. In
1: we do know who listen in the United Kingdom potentially. But potentially, for the, of, for the sake of Ben Ross, they can. They can be. The they Kingdom. can be. They can be kept unnamed, I think. They can be kept Un- unnamed, but you know who you are, and Indeed. we'd love to see you here again. Okay, <laughs> I have the breakdown of the countries.
0: Then you've just been <laughs> done a mischief there, buddy. That is tough. <laughs> <laughs> you have been done a mischief. Oh, go on, Alex.
1: Obviously, obviously <clears throat> 113 of our of our streams were from Australia. There were the two in the United Kingdom, as I said. Now, here's the exciting part. One each, one listener each for each of these countries, which is the most exciting. Several, sport,
2: several yeah. countries.
1: Yeah, several countries. Goodness, most of us don't know anyone in these countries, so that's exciting. We have a listener in Japan, one in Turkey, one in, Soko, one <laughs> in Indeed, konnichiwa, in konnichiwa. Round of applause. We've made it we're we're in all continents, I think, maybe except South uh, except uh, South America. Um, and probably Antarctica. And Africa. Africa. Yes
0: and, and Africa. Oh, I don't God. think despite discussing the Ethiopian war last podcast, we did not gather any the great on. locust
3: plays. It obviously wasn't not. very <laughs> appeasing to the masses in Africa. No, Evidently <laughs> not gather a following.
1: We did, we did not make it into Africa, obviously very devastated about that. Yeah, well, you I mean, what? You can.
2: I think the thing is that, you know, if you, if you are listening overseas, do share it with your
0: friends because uh, oh, we're absolutely. happy to have, have more listeners, from... And you know, the international community we would love to hear from. And to our international listeners, um, yeah, just stay safe. We hope you're doing all right right now. Um, obviously. We're, yeah,
1: doing, we're... we're doing pretty well con- uh, relative to other countries in this country, but you know what if you're in if you in the USA or you're in or the America, united I bet. kingdom habit indeed <laughs> indeed yeah just um, look out for yourself all that stuff whatever doesn't matter you know what i think that's the end of that one um, but yeah you get the point we we've, we've made it boys we're officially Indeed, but
2: uh, we are we are always going to grow. This is this is the start of a, a big big period of
1: growth for us. I think, and we're excited. We're indeed. excited about it. Indeed. indeed. Now, talking about our um, overseas listeners, the other thing, obviously, the only thing that's going on at the moment. Oh, don't m- say it. Uh, Don't we have work. to. Archie is
2: about do. to cop a push-up.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm getting too solid.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm up. We are going to talk today about d- some of the different ways that the countries that other people are from are handling the coronavirus pandemic at the moment. Indeed.
2: Um, last episode we did talk quite a bit about, you know, our own personal experiences and what Australia is doing. And, you know, this time we'd like to sort of, Unpack a bit what what um, different approaches are because I know Australia is approaching it one way, and someone like the United States maybe is doing it slightly differently.
1: Now, of course, of course, what you what we have to understand um, is that we know from experience that everyone is is pretty sick of hearing about it, hearing about coronavirus. But as a as a podcast who mostly discusses current affairs. I'd say we're pretty um, we're pretty stuck on this one, so uh, we do have to. Yes, about indeed,
2: it. we are limited in
0: our
1: so scope do for have choice. We to chat
0: about it, but we are gonna. We are gonna. In fact, I believe we fall under the right. category of news commentary. That's how much. That's how committed we are to current affairs. So, yes,
2: indeed, Arch.
0: And we're also here, as I've said many a time. Um, it's directed at. Well clearly not only the youth. Shout out (laughs) to our over 60 audience of, (laughs) of one to two people. Um Yeah, so clearly we're not just uh educating the youth here, but we're just here to talk, I guess. Um it is a CAS project, as we've said. We should always reiterate that. Um but we're here to really just discuss, yeah, current affairs and how that's affecting um, I guess, you guys and talking about it on a global scale to sort of spread a message and, uh, yeah, get it going.
1: I In know. saying that, though, we do want to, we do want to keep it. Indeed. It's, it's a, it's a, good, bit it's a good bit of fun. It's a good bit of fun. Predominantly young audience, predominantly. Obviously. No,
0: you know. I do not want to discriminate that over. Oh, I think we should stop, <laughs> we should stop naming him or her. <laughs> they've, had, they've had a bit of time in the line
1: right now. All right, Archie, I know you said him or her, but we do have a 3% non-binary list. You're
0: not wrong. Time. I thought about that. <laughs> uh, apologies to any of our non-binary listeners out there.
1: All right. Now, Perrin, I want to get you involved. You, oh. are, you are You are very passionate. About the United States of America and the politics that goes on in that. I am quite um, land of the free, indeed. Day. Indeed. What are, What are your thoughts about how they've obviously been handling the coronavirus? Well, I mean,
3: yeah, I, I think it's doing? quite clear that the United States have done a pretty bad job. I reckon we should get that in the into the clear. They've done a that oh, they have done an awful job. You can tell they have the most amount of cases worldwide. They have the highest predicted amount of deaths, and I think we can come to the consensus that this is largely due to uh, very, very um, poor planning.
2: Indeed, indeed. And I think we've got to, we've got to mention that.
0: Um, yeah. What,
2: what are your What are your opinions on um the leadership of, of the president Donald Trump? Because I know that there've been some you know states and um local governments mm. who have tried very hard, but he's sort of you know shut Look, down a little bit.
3: At the end of the day, I'm a 16 year old boy living in Australia, and Donald Trump is the president of the country. He obviously Indeed. has a very very stressful position at the point at this point in time, but uh, I cannot help but feel that he's done slightly of a poor job in um, uh, downplaying the severity of the incident and I think that he might have not taken it too seriously at the start and he's feeling those consequences right now. I
0: think the issue... uh, Oh, sorry, Alex. I think the issue Um, is that um, he's not taking it seriously right now as well. He's still yet to, despite the predicted something, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but around, uh, I think, over 2 million is sort of predicted at this point. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, yeah... Yeah, I think. The- go on, Alex, go on with what you were gonna say. Oh, I was just
1: gonna say I was just gonna say that I'm glad that Perrin um specified that he that obviously we can sit back here in our lovely houses in Australia and chat about oh look, the President of the United States has done a terrible job, like the Prime Minister doesn't know what they're doing, but it's I'm glad that, that it's specified that yeah, we yes, we don't we aren't not qualified to talk about <laughs> how how the world leaders are going and what they're doing, we're just basing it off the results that they're getting, I guess. Dude, in that case, if we're basing it off the results that we're getting, would you say that our government has handled it considerably better?
2: Um, I think I I think so. Um. Something I was looking at the other day was um, well, it was actually happened quite recently in the last couple of days. Um, the U.S., the CDC, the Center for Disease Control in America, um, have now said that they recommend they don't they don't force people, but they recommend that when going out in public in America, you should wear a face mask. Oh now,
1: the thing the, the
2: thing mask. that got me about that was that you know there's there's you know there's debate about whether that actually helps the disease or not. I won't go into that because I'm obviously not a medical professional, but after they'd come out with that, Donald Trump immediately makes a speech and says that he won't wear one because it's not for him now i think I think that's a little interesting because you know he's his um his you know center for disease or whatever has said something in their health their health measures, and he's the president is sending sort of a bad message from my opinion about not wearing one himself
1: Harris
3: yeah um there's been a lot of talk about like. The, the mask and stuff and people are complaining like you shouldn't wear one if you're not sick and it, you should save them for those who are sick. But at the same time, the um, the two-week period where you might have the disease but not have symptoms, who um, to say that people that don't, aren't showing symptoms shouldn't wear the disease because they can still not show symptoms and have the disease and pass on to other people. So maybe the um, health masks, that's overall a good idea.
1: You know what um- – What's, what strikes me about that, what you said, Ben, about how um, the president said, look, uh, yeah, I know we're meant to wear one, but it's just not for me. You know, mm. like, I don't feel like it. I think that that in itself exemplifies the American way. Indeed, I think it does as way. well. It, the, the, you know, it's my right to do this. I have the right to not wear a mask. Mm. If I'm, you know, Whatever I can do, if that's what they're going to, that's their attitude to it then obviously that's why they're um doing so badly in terms of how many cases they have and how many deaths.
3: Yeah, so we've looked at the US They're so far they've they're doing overall in the consensus they're doing the worst. So what about a country that's doing a better job? So what about um Australia? Australia. Australia, Australia. is doing a better job. We have a better healthcare yeah. system than the US and it's showing because at this point in time, we're doing quite a good job at um, uh, keeping the number of cases as low as possible.
2: I, I think so, yeah. Um, and the other thing is that um, just just addressing, like, the policies surrounding it, um, not so much the healthcare system because, you know, um, we do have a good one, but even just, like, addressing something like the social distancing, which Australia is put into place pretty seriously, um, the fact that the government is taking some sort of control in our lives... Um, we as, as, like, a population have accepted that quite readily and we've seen the results of that already as there's talk of the curve starting to flatten, whereas in America sort of that, that idea that Alex was talking about before of the potential to maybe, you know, not wear things like masks that have been suggested.
1: And I think that it comes down to, as you say, Ben, the, the ability, yes, in this country we love freedom and liberty and we try and push for that. But we understand that the government knows what they're doing. And they, need to, they need to implement certain controls. We need to accept those controls because we know if we accept those controls and we accept those policies, we're going to get something from it, whether it be um, a stimulus package or whether it be surviving the coronavirus. Exactly
2: right. We're yeah, willing
1: to accept that, which is good. Which is, I think, I feel like it's a great example of the success of. Of a sort of like a a mixed sort of government, a mix between authoritarian and libertarian.
2: Exactly right. Um, I think also just on that. Um, obviously our uh, our wonderful prime minister is spending a lot of money. Um, he's you know he's made free help free childcare for all starting from term two. Um, do you have any opinion of how of how that might you know sort of shape out after the crisis potentially? Well, I do,
1: mm-hmm. and.
0: Glad right, to hear um, it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like it's 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 good. It's a great policy. Um, on the surface, um, you know, Ooh. free health, uh, free childcare. Sorry, um, that's obviously beneficial for people who need to go to work at this time, mm-hmm. um, and couldn't afford it, or yeah, um, couldn't afford um childcare because they've lost a source of income. Exactly. Yeah. But what does strike me is and now this is this is a very important thing in Australian politics, is that by implementing all of these things, yes they're important. But on this on the surface they're important, on the, the surface they look good, but then you have the the consequences afterwards. And I think someone said to me the other day, This is all this is all well and all but you guys, as in us the sixteen-year-old <laughs> today will be paying for this exactly right. It's it's from. um yeah.
2: I think that that Dan Andrews um, said that it won't it won't be measured in um in, in cost of dollars, but rather in lives. And I think that you know, whilst that is true, while the coronavirus crisis happens, there will be an implication afterwards, which I think we cannot discount.
1: And and much. I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see how the government. Um Like after this bounces back, manages to pay, manages to pay off the, the debt. The debt that's going to mm. come from this. Mm. But what's going to be interesting is will the amount? Ima- obviously, after this stuff is going to have to be cut right in the budget next mm-hmm. year. Look out, because <laughs> there's going to be cuts. There's probably another uh, increase of tax somehow in order to pay for this. Is that going to result in the young people going, "Hey, I'm not, I'm not into that"? Let's change the government, or is that going to be? Because uh, you know what I'm, what sorry, What I'm trying to say is that obviously, ten years ago, yes, and per, uh, per was all about this, um, the global financial crisis.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I know worth,
1: about worth it. Worth worth sixty billion dollars. Um, in, in order to keep Australia out of recession during that time. Now obviously recession isn't going to be avoidable um, isn't going to be avoidable um, after this but for a government I admittedly as a supporter of the Liberal Party, for a government who has campaigned over the last 10 years about um, maintaining surplus and um, a, a sustainable economy, it's going to either harm their image, or portray them as a government that is able to shift according to the needs of the people.
2: Um, I, I think, yeah, and one of the one of the one of the biggest biggest sort of indications that it is a crisis that the government is willing to go to great lengths upon is that um, Scott Morrison going to potentially, and I use this word carefully, potentially socialist policies of things oh, like ben. like free childcare. Oh, um, because, <laughs> um, Because I think that, you know, like, like crossing the floor some, you know, in some way to deliver that um, is is an interesting one. And I think that you know, whilst it is, it's 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 obviously a crisis that we're all wanting to get through. I wonder how that will affect his image after the crisis. Exactly, he did say he would pull back the free healthcare, free sorry, free childcare once it's finished.
3: Well, I really don't think there's any. Point in uh, see the socialist policies that people, have, the government's been implementing such as ScoMo, there's no avoiding them. They, they're going to have to happen. Even countries that are so okay, yeah, anti-socialist yep. like the United States, Trump is one of the most anti-socialist presidents in the last well, however many years. Um, even he has to give government handouts and People just have to suck it up. It's going to happen. There's going to be socialist policies that arise because of this, and whether or not they'll go away once the crisis is over, or whether they'll stay, it doesn't really matter. They're going to they're going to happen, eventually.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right, Perrin. But I, what I will say is that I'm I'm happy with the way that the government um, has, with their economic policies, abstained from doing exactly what they criticised Labour for doing. 10 years ago or whatever 2008 by um instead of cash handouts which was criticized well everyone loved a bit of cash in their pocket Mm. but it was criticized because people would be going out and spending it on things there was an extra social cost if you're interested in economics there was extra social cost of people going and spending that money on the pokies on beer Mm. potentially on drugs i don't know but with the, with the stimulus packages that are happening now it's more focused on keeping people in jobs like the job keeper payment which is actually to pay the employees to play, to pay emplo- uh, sorry to pay employers to pay employ- employees mm. rather than just giving everyone money which doesn't help them keep their job um, if that makes sense and that sort of ties into what the liberal party have been campaigning about about jobs for the mm. last
3: yeah. I mean, Alex, I know how much you love to bash the Labour Party, um, but <laughs> uh, at the same time, with like that you say in the GFC that the way the Labour Party um, handled that had some problems. Well, look, it wasn't perfect, but at, at the end of the day, it was the best way that at every country, every Western country affected by the GFC. Labor Party's method with cash handouts was proven to be the most effective way, as we were the only country in the third world not to, in the first world, sorry, not to go through a recession after the GFC. So it was a good policy in, in all rights. And you did a make a good point, apparently. Yeah,
1: no, it was. I like, am to deny that it definitely. <laughs> Thanks, Arch. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that it definitely was successful. I'm just, I'm glad that the Liberal Party has not given in to what they um what they campaign for in the set but still look to be getting results if that makes sense uh
3: i think that might just be our um corona time part Archie's over Archie's oh archie has got something to say
0: i'd like to finish it off by saying um this whole chat may have been wasted i'm currently looking uh at a Corona cast podcast by the ABC, and I think they might be doing a better job than us. way
1: They copied us, yeah. they did, copy they us, definitely copied yeah. us exactly. <laughs>
0: right,
1: okay, well. as Perrin said, as Perrin said, definitely got to wrap that one up because, as interesting as that is for us, obviously, it's not interesting for everyone, but we're going to try and work in a bit of that sort of discussion um, throughout the course of our podcasting endeavor. For now, though, we definitely cut it because otherwise people will be bored out of their brains probably. If you're still Me. listening, congratulations. You've made it through the boring part. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we'll move on. We'll move on at the moment. But but it's we're moving on, but moving on just enough so that it's –
0: Geez, talk me. about a clunky
1: transition there. <laughs> <that>? <laughs> we all really right. need to learn just... how to do podcasting. I was trying to make it definitive that we were done talking about. COVID. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. I
3: think it's good I to spot the line somewhere.
0: I think a flow. You know, you've got to ease out, the
1: easier way.
3: Well, all
0: right, ease away, Arch. Oh, geez. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, no, I've got no clue. All
3: right, so for this um, next segment of the podcast that we're going to talk about, basically. Our idea is one of us push forward a uh, an opinion, a viewpoint, and they have to back that viewpoint as much as they can. Well, the, re- other, the rest of us three, we try and change their mind. That's basically all there is to it.
0: Welcome right. to Change My Mind. Maybe I'll put a cool sound effect. That'd be sick. These nuts. <laughs> Ooh,
1: probably God, not the yeah. right, our new segment, which is – completely ripped off Stephen Crowder's videos, but our first one which is going to be the best form of welfare is a job. Okay? Now, so... oh, Thank you for that input, art. Oh, our first Thank sound you. effect. Our first <laughs> sound you. effect. Thank uh, you. Now did that sound any good or no? No, it's not
3: sound good. <laughs> oh no. No. Oh,
1: well, what, before we before we get into it, before we get into it, the best form of welfare is a job. We should go into what it means, basically yeah. breaking it down. Now, in this country and in many countries around the world, um, there is a sort of payment for people who are unemployed right? A, a payment so that you can get by. We call it like the dole in Australia, you know, where you go and get it from Centrelink. Sort of <laughs> yes. We should know about that. I think it's just social security in America. I know it's considerably less in America, but you know, um, social security, welfare payments, that sort of thing. Yes. Pern?
3: Um, it's not just unemployment that the welfare goes to, it goes to, yeah,
1: right. Yeah. yeah. You're right.
3: It's like, um, things like, uh, paid parental leave, uh, funding for aged care services, like the pension stuff, uh, uh, disabilities, uh, and, and for veterans and stuff. So,
0: NDS yep. yeah. National Disability Scheme, NDIS National might, Development.
3: Yes. Oh. Yeah, well, so <laughs> no, that's that's sort of it. the broad thing that <laughs> welfare <laughs> encompasses. Yep. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I am I am arguing that the best form of welfare is a job, and with me is Ben. Um, uh, yes, I think,
2: I think at this stage I'm, I'm on, on Alex's opinion at but this we're, point. We're but, um,
0: does de- anyone de- need de- an de- adjudicator? You can
2: be, um. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> it can be an open discussion because, you know, yeah, obviously you I'm going to steal right. Stephen Crowder's line um, here. We are trying to change people's minds. We are open to rationalized new opinions.
3: Yes.
1: All right. Perrin, <sighs> you, you obviously don't think that. Oh, you are arguing against this. What are your thoughts?
3: Well, I think, of course, like the ultimate goal for people that are homeless or uh, people that are disabled is to get a job. But in some situations, that's just it's just not possible. Like, say that you are you're you're sixty five years old and you're homeless. Or say this is a scenario: you're not going to be able to get a job. You're way too old. Nobody will accept you for a job because they're younger, healthier people. That they can, that they can, um, empl- that employers can employ. So, in that situation, as a homeless 65 year sixty-five-year-old person, you need that social security su- to survive. It's like a necessity. And if you take that away, they're going to have nothing.
2: Ben Ross, um, I, I'd just like to just like to unpack that a bit. Um, so, yes, let's say we've got you know a sixty-five-year-old who, you know, parent you've said um, mm. isn't going to be able to get a job. Um, I think I've got two points on that, is that, like, first off, I think it could be detrimental to our own sort of system if we had to pay off or, you know, support these individuals solely without a job. Um, And I think it could be rather that instead of saying, okay, they have maybe less access to a job than someone else, let's say, like, someone younger, instead of saying, okay, we have to support them, I think that it should be, instead of, you know, trying to pay them financially or whatever it may be, is that trying to create like create jobs and opportunities for them to go into because I think that a job is going to be a more sustainable way for the government to support these individuals rather than just
1: paying them out. No, but, I, I agree, um, Ben, with that. That's, that's a very important part of this sort of debate, right? People go, um, which is I think my stance on it, obviously, Ben, I think you're a bit more towards the other side than I am, is the best, like, Obviously, as yes, parents said, the ultimate form of welfare is a job, right? That's an mm. agreement. Mm, I agree with that, yeah. Although there are members of society that do need support, such as, as parents said, the elderly, um, disability, uh, sorry, disabled people, they need support. But I feel like, as Ben said, instead of just giving them a handout saying, you can live off this for your life, you should be instead, as a government, putting in the measures to create new opportunities for jobs for those people accompanied with the support of um, our welfare system. Yes, Arch.
0: And I think um, the coronavirus especially, <laughs> had to say the word again, but um, mm-hmm. I Push think ups. that's because, of, because now um, I know Alex has said to me before that he's never actually thought about the fact that at 18 years of age or it de- probably depends on uh, your socioeconomic uh, standpoint, but you genuinely could, if you proved that you were uh, looking for a job or um, your business was no longer going to plan or whatever, um, you can go to Centrelink and collect your. Is it seven hundred and fifty bucks a fortnight? Is that the I, I hard don't, and I fast? Don't into the exact number it is. I'm not I don't sure know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. It might be four fifty something like that. Um, <laughs> But I think people are going to sort of now realise, people who have never been on Centrelink before can now realise, um, oh, wow, like, you know, I, maybe this is, you know, with a couple of other additions in my life, um, this could be livable. And I think because of uh, all that happening now, we might see more people uh, taking the, uh, yeah, using welfare
1: and other, um, I guess, funds. Fundamental funds and truth be told um i i as Arch said i said to him the other day i've never actually thought oh i could get on i could get on centrelink if i if i didn't have a job like i've never thought that in my brain i've always thought you know it's important we'll get a job so you can support yourself but in a system where you can be supported potentially without um doing any work you know all those great stories on a current affair, the dull bludges and that, <laughs> whatnot. Like that's, I know that's just like a, a a clickbaity title, but like that's essentially what it is. And and I heard about, like, I started thinking about that when, actually, a, a comedian that I watch made a joke about because their shows got cancelled this year due to coronavirus, how they might have to hop on Centrelink, and I was like, geez, like that i I've never actually thought about getting on Centrelink, but I guess if that if in certain situations like coronavirus it would be important for that sort of thing, but I just don't think that that's forever you know uh yeah I think
2: that it's a good point to make because um you know I think that whilst a job may be the best sort um we still we do still need some sort of you know support financial support outside of that like especially in coronavirus, as you just said before, I will use the word again. Um, I think that, you know, if you're like a parent, let's say, um, and you have a child at home, um, finding a job may not necessarily be the best for your circumstance. Like you may need a financial support without having a job to get you through to then get you potentially back into a job. Um, So I think it's important to have those other options, even though maybe a job might be the best form
3: of, of welfare. Um, let me just like, I'm kind of expanding what Ben is saying. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Oh, <laughs> that was a <that> <laughs>
0: pleasurable,
3: Archie. <laughs> I was
0: looking at the soundboard. Sorry. I was just having a look
1: and I accidentally clicked one. and Archie's, <laughs> <he's> <laughs> up. Archie's ruining it. Go on,
3: So building up what Ben was saying, uh, he was saying if you're like, <laughs> if you're, uh, a single parent with a kid or mm. maybe multiple kids and you're, the government's given you this minimum wage job, that's not going to – even though it's good, it's not going to be enough because mm. while you're away at your work, you're going to have to ha- pay for people to look after your – if your kids are really young, you're going to have to pay for people to look after your kids for you.
0: Exactly and, right. And yeah.
3: all that stuff. So a job is good in me- in most scenarios, but there's some scenarios when it could um, – it. um you need the other forms of secure, social security and welfare, as well.
1: I agree to a point. I agree to a point, but um, look, there's there's not unlimited money in um, there's not unlimited money in our government funds.
3: and there's not unlimited jobs.
1: I would rather see the money that's that's spent on um, welfare for anyone who qualifiers spent on things like hospitals and whatever, schools and that sort of thing, um, that would take, I guess, some of the strain off, off those people who said who need it if they can access their free healthcare and mm. their free um, education. Um, but I don't think that giving mo- money to people for the sake of it is necessarily a good idea.
3: Well, social justice, uh, welfare doesn't always have to come in the form of money. It can come in the form of offering free childcare or offering free meals to people.
1: Indeed, yeah, um, but about welfare payments.
2: Yeah, I think just just on that parent, um, if you're going to present like free healthcare, whatever, are you saying that would be like presented on like an individual basis for like single welfare payments?
0: Alex. Oh, you got him. He's speechless. Who are you
2: asking, right.
3: Parent?
0: The question was, the oh, so question was for you, buddy. With that,
2: with that, I'm sorry, I'll just He's repeat. No, no, Parent, Parent, is that um, would that like free childcare would ever be like individual, like individualized circumstance, and like given out like like to individuals or like no community based, community based? Okay, Ooh, so like, so like, like what Mister Morrison has put out
0: now?
3: Yeah, in a form of a crisis here. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So, what we found out last podcast from our analytics is that uh,
1: it was a (laughs) fifty.
0: No, I'm not. Hold on, Um, I'm trying to explain my justification for attempting to wind up the this excellent discussion, might I add. Um, Last uh, podcast, we found that a lot of people start to tune out, especially after uh, sixty-eight seconds. So we hope we haven't done so this time, but we we are no, going to shorten it from the
1: fifty-minute form. I think. Um, what's our thoughts on that, boys? Just because. Well, I think you're right, but what you have done is interrupted a very intellectual discussion. May <laughs> I? My may I add is exactly what you introduce the show as at the start of every podcast. Thought-provoking,
2: intellectually <laughs>
1: stimulating. I think the words are. So uh, I think it's.
3: Now you've backed I him, I into I a think
1: corner. Us. a bit bored, you know. He, he's, uh, go
0: on, go on, continue your conversation. <laughs> yeah, we're we're you. done. We're done. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're, you're done. done. If, if, that's right. If you're still listening at this point, you found what we were talking about interesting because if you didn't, you already dropped off at the five minute mark, let's be honest. Like me,
0: with
3: me, you dropped <laughs> off. <this laughs> yeah, I noticed I went a bit quiet after the first five minutes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Perrin's uh, frequency of chat, just
1: we just switched. <laughs> we yeah. can just switched. Right, Archie, I'm I'm springing this on you right now, but before we wrap up in a second, since you were so bored about what
3: the discussion was, we were just having oh, this I stand, wasn't
1: bored. That's I, I, uh, <clears throat> no, I'd like to see you bring something of comedic effect to this show.
3: Mate, the default to... dance ear rape, of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in uh, Something that we can actually talk about for a second, that will be interesting and funny.
2: He really has been put on the spot. I think that's a little brutal. <laughs> <dream thing.
3: laughs> oh uh, yeah,
0: I, I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything. So uh, here comes the soundboard.
3: Archie, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the soundboard is it's not exactly working. Sorry, Arch. You,
1: you can't. No, hear it, right. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's a pretty bad way to end it, isn't it? <laughs>
2: oh, <that's> a, <laughs> have we have we <laughs> wrapped up our little segment on changing our minds? That Alex, well,
3: no one's in?
1: changed my mind yet. I haven't changed
3: my mind either. <laughs> I, I,
1: I, <laughs> I can't say my the, mind has been changed this, just is, yet. This, this is quite <laughs> the. I feel like, like there is a limit. Finally, there is a limit to where the government can spend your money without making taxes crippling. Okay, because. If you've got welfare payments for all, education for all, healthcare for all, free childcare for all, um, free university for all, where does that money come from? We're not saying –
2: Alex, obviously it grows on trees. Oh, (laughs) my mistake.
3: (laughs)
1: parent, I know that's not what the discussion's about, but I'm just saying adding adding an extra welfare payment onto that is just another cost.
3: I mean, we're not saying for all. We're just saying for those who need it.
1: Indeed. Yeah, I reckon they should just
0: impose a few more regulations. Look at me entering the chat again. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's just, um, with regards to the overall question, the best form of welfare is a job. I ultimately agree to some extent, however, because uh, I guess it is for certain people. However, yeah, I think the government maybe could be doing a bit more to impose regulations on who and why people can access uh, welfare payments. Bloody dull bludges. <laughs> <laughs> this you know, is a good one. Okay, point. And, and with that, have I wrapped it up?
1: I think I summarised. I,
2: I think I think you have. Woo!
0: All right.
1: Yeah. Okay, so we, we're we wrapping this episode up. A um, couple of things before we go. Um, this episode is recorded on what is it Sunday the fifth of april we that's um that 's a week after we released our last one we 're interested to hear from you guys Would you prefer um at least during the coronavirus time when there 's no one nothing else to talk about? Would you prefer a fortnightly thing? Would you prefer like a week and a half or just a straight weekly because we 're happy to well <laughs> we 're happy to um sort of hear about that one and what we should do about that yeah um obviously we are struggling for things to talk about but we're happy to have these these discussions about political things all day long but i know that's not everyone's cup of tea so exactly we would we, um, be happy I to hear your feedback off off on off your um yeah tea. and yes yeah,
0: so we would <laughs> love to just i guess hear from any listeners i think what alex is saying is just any listeners out there if you've got any ideas of a good topic to talk about? Um, maybe if you want to see any guests, which we can access, I guess from, from the <laughs> Ivanhoe Grammar School sphere, because, yeah, we're not that broad-reaching yet, despite our international I reckon we need uh, a, a
1: guest from the United
0: Kingdom.
2: Yeah. Well, do you have any ideas of that, Alex? I do. To so so so
0: our I'm UK say, fans out there. there. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so just give us – send us some feedback. Tell us what you think, any ideas. Um, maybe accompany any ideas with some positive
1: feedback because, as we've said before, we do enjoy yeah. the positive feedback. We in, you know what we uh, enjoy? We enjoy a compliment sandwich, you know? Exactly. A bit of positive Alex. feedback, maybe an idea for the show, and then a bit more positive exactly feedback right. on the other side because, you know, we're sensitive people and um, – I'm more of a
0: toast kind of man where I take the positive feedback and put some just butter and Vegemite on it. (laughs) It's just positive.
1: (laughs) All right. All right. So we wrap this one up. This has been episode two of the When Did I Ask podcast uh, featuring Benjamin Ross, Archie Taylor, Perrin Carides, and myself, Alex Taylor. We'll see you next week.